Shut up and sit down. Tonight on our show, we're broadcasting live from Syria with our guest Andrew. Well, it was really, really bright and loud near that airstrip. And that's when I said that. That was not a fart. Oh, I think we've all been there. Right? Uh, yeah. yeah no, it was that's em- okay. It was embarrassing. Um, I had, Needless to say, I had to throw those underwear away. Yeah. <laughs> How many pairs do you have left now? I don't even know. Probably less than five. Well, that's the thing. You know, as men, we create a bond with our underwear. And we keep that underwear until it's just a band. It's just an elastic band. Right, right. Why throw it away? Why? I have underwear that I've had since high school. Are we we on? Are we recording? You're the one that pressed the button. (laughs) I literally Uh, watched you click it. And I always love pressing your buttons. Oh, boy. Hi, everyone. Uh... Critical Mass here? This is Critical Mass. Critical yeah. Mass. Not Critical Mast, nope. like Dan had said last time. We actually we, we stopped paying rent to the studio on the pirate ship, yeah. and we decided to keep it in the uh, scary winery tool I basement area. I wish we area. had a podcast on a, on a pirate ship. That would be great. Wouldn't that be nice? Yeah. I'd love that. We'd say things like, ahoy. Any spray. Any spray. So, um... You and I had talked earlier. We were going to do an entire podcast on anal beads. Anal beads, yes. That whole a whole episode on anal beads. An hour and a half of anal beads, and shapes, sizes. It wasn't just going to be talk either. No, we were going. We actually have a bunch from our bunch right. of our sponsors, and we want to thank. Um, and a Rubbermaid tote. What was that? What was that place called? Uh, Alexis's Anal Beads Emporium. Oh my god! And Pet Store, which was odd, which I found to be odd. <laughs> But well, Alexis, I want to thank her. <laughs> she has a very uh, strange sense of uh, fun. She really does. Anyways, um, but so today instead we'll be talking about uh, how do I put this? The complete destruction of the Middle East by the way of Syria. The, the complete <laughs> destruction of America. Oh, is really our morals and where we're going, and so. But because we're two morons who don't know what the fuck we're talking about, we brought in someone special. Would you like to introduce him? Yes, we brought in another person that has no idea what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, three half minds make a mind and a half. Exactly. Um, no, Dan, I wanted to. I wanted to bring in my friend Andrew. Actually, he's mm. um, he's quite. He's a he's a political guy. Yeah, he's got some savvy to him. You know, and I thought that it would be an excellent um, contribution to the show today. Sure. For for the conversation that I think the three of us would like to have. Um, you know, Andrew, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you for having me on, guys. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, if does, you don't mind, does, tell us a little about yourself. Well, do our first of all, do our lack of pants make you uncomfortable? Oh no, I love the hell out of it. Um, right. I'm a little disappointed that the. Mountain of anal beads in here is going to just kind of go to waste. Um, I've oh, already, oh I've they already, won't go to waste. Not I've already taken a couple handfuls and thrown them in my bag when I get out of here. Please I'm, take them home for the kids. Yeah, yeah, I'm considering that part of my payment for my appearance today. Right. So, I mean, if I got to get up this early, I at least want to get some anal beads out of the deal. Well, the kids love them. They're very tactile. <laughs> very colorful. Yeah. They're just, good, they're, I hear they're good for teething. Yeah. Yes, that is true. So, no, Andrew, when did you get out of prison, and what was it like? <laughs> well, I did a lot of bad things when I was a kid. Um, no, I, I I moved out here to New York probably about seven years ago. Um, I grew up out, out in Colorado and was there for oh. most of my life. Um, 
but uh, economic situations out where I lived had pretty much gone completely to hell. And I had an opportunity to start over out here, so I took it, and it's uh, oh. in the long run, it's turned out to be one of the best things I ever did. So great. Well, I mean, it uh, turned out well because you're on our podcast. Yeah, yeah I mean, big I moves. Feel that was the goal. Yeah, for coming that's, out here seven years ago. That's what the, I mean. Today really is the culmination of the past, you know, fourteen years of my life since I graduated high school. <laughs> right. So I really feel like this is. Yeah, you know, I've really made it now. That's. That's beautiful. That, I'm, I'm tearing, I'm tearing up. up. Oh, my God. We, we just did. said the pinch oh poke. We just said this. Yeah, what? Coke. Jinx. What? Jinx. Jinx. Uh, we're Anyways, so gay. We're so gay. Um, so, anyway, so. Are we, are are we, do, keep, are we doing this all day? This is so weird. Are you going to keep? Are you going to keep? God damn. Why, why are you saying mm. the same thing I am? I want. I. Dan. Dan. Daniel. Wait. <laughs> oh, I used your full name. <laughs> 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 Oops. Um, couldn't figure that out. So, Andrew, you you did uh, military service, is that correct? Yes, I was in the military for uh, just under four years. Um, I ended up getting out due to a, uh, a leg injury uh, that pretty much put the kibosh on, on me continuing down that path. Mm. Understood, so. understood. Well, we were because we were talking about you a little bit because Dan had never met you before. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you and I, we go back. Yeah. Um, and I had said, you know, one thing I'm interested in having you here today is because you have military background and just kind of having someone that was in the military that kind of has a better understanding. Like I'm too much of a pussy to be in the military. That's why I always (laughs) thank a soldier for their service because it's just like, dude, you're doing what I fucking can't do, you know? And at the end of the day, that's why we need these crazy gun toting Republicans to protect the pussy ass liberals. Agreed. You know, we have our cake and eat it too. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Sometimes. Yeah. Now, um, so yeah, very interested in, in everything you have to say today. So, I mean, I guess let's, let's get right into it. Let's get right into the conversation. Dan, um, we're... A brief history on Syria. Go ahead, Rockness. Thank you. Um, I, I, it's not where I wanted to start. I actually okay. wanted to, I actually wanted to start with, uh, Donald Trump and his rhetoric of hypocrisy. Oh. Continuous. Um, and start way back when, when he was discussing uh, via Twitter, because that's the most secure form of communication. Oh, absolutely. That's that's where I think that's where most national uh, debates need to be held. Absolutely. Absolutely. Through unsecured social media. I, I, th- I think that there is no pertinent um, opinion or idea that can be had about, you know, the governing of the free world. Uh, that can can't be said in less than 140 characters. <laughs> well, no. what I find really fascinating is the idea that <laughs> so sad the man, for his own brand and I guess maybe political means, became really prevalent on social media. What five or six years ago? Um, well, became when he became all of a sudden he was a Republican, right? And so now we have even, this. Even long, though up until up until that point. Just so we're clear, even though up until that point he had never made any ties or any sort of fealty to the Republican Party. Ever. It was just sort of an all of a sudden, hey, now I'm going to be hardcore Republican. Yep. Yeah. Out of thin air. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's there's plenty of video of him in the 80s and 90s saying very liberal things. Yeah. Um, but my point was I just find it fascinating, given the last six years of his Twitter-versing... Um, it's a long history of documented things that he said. And then when you call him on it and you're like, Hey, you said this, he goes, no, I didn't. 
Yeah. No, I didn't say that. What are you talking about? It's right there. I didn't. What? Like, I didn't I say that. The biggest, one of the most recent ones was that he called out in 2011 Obama for whatever military action he took. I think he was starting to bomb ISIS. It was, in it, Iraq. it was this. Yeah. It, right. That's what I wanted is where and I wanted to start the conversation. Right. And he didn't get, he, I don't know something about congressional approval. I'll explain. Right. And then now he's doing the same thing. So he, he tweeted, he twittered, um, he, he twittered, he twattered really. Cause he's a twat. Let's be honest. <laughs> Donald Trump, president of the United States. And I use that term so loosely is a fucking twat. Oh, I just got a call from our uh, legal aid. Yeah. We can't say twat more than 10 times. Twat, 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 twat. Stop now, um, you just used up our whole bag for the rest of the show. Twat. I hope you're happy, you selfish prick. <laughs> yeah. I don't, that's half my vocabulary gone. I am happy. Anyways. <clears throat> so, you know, this is where I wanted to start with the, with the tweets that Donald Trump had, had produced, had, had tweeted mm-hmm. about... Um, Obama's desire, mind you, this is what's funny, his desire while on a golf trip or while on a, a vacation to yeah. bomb Syria, to attack Syria, saying that we would get nothing out of it and that he shouldn't do it without congressional permission. Approval. Approval. Well, technically, you don't need it. Technically, you don't because he's commander-in-chief, but at the same time, he's running his mouth about this shit Yeah, and what I mean, what 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 happened? And that's Andrew. Please. So, the recent events with going on over there in Syria, you know, with Assad doing horrible things to the Syrian people, um, you know, recently decided, hey, let's go ahead and bust out the uh, the chemical weapons that we've had stockpiled and see how those see how they like those. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fun, mm, yes. fun for the whole family. Yes. Um, mm, breathe it in. And so. After this, Trump, the 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 Cheeto Overlord in Cheeto. his in his infinite wisdom, I like that Cheeto this, Overlord. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah, I'm gonna use it. Decided he's, he's you, you can have that one. I'll give that one to you for free. Thank Ooh. you. Um, it's a gift to the show. Decided that uh, his best course of action would just be to launch a shit ton worth of missiles over there. Um, this wasn't done after sitting down and and really talking to your analysts and experts and. And, and getting people's ideas and opinions and really planning things out. Oh, no. This was done on the golf course in a conversation between him and two of his cronies. A knee-jerk response. Yes. Well, yeah. if I may quote, uh, what was it? Uh, what's that news show within SNL? Uh, Saturday, the Weekend week, Update. Yeah, Weekend Update. Weekend Update, yeah. where uh, Michael Che said uh, he's on vacation ordering missiles from Amazon Prime. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, I like that. yeah, really. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah, uh, and and furthermore, he's made other international decisions while at Mar-a-Lago as well. Remember that that restaurant he was dealing? Yeah, doing I mean, shit with Japan or whatever it was. Yeah, like really, you're you're about to undertake an action that's going to significantly change the global political climate. Yeah, and you're going to do that from the fifteenth hole. Yeah. With you and your two buddies. Yeah. Time to get back to Washington, maybe. That'd be like yeah. that'd be like the three of us like sitting around having beers and me being like, Hey, what do you guys think about uh what do you think about overthrowing a small country? You guys, I mean you guys good with that? I've had those conversations while golfing. 
and drinking beer. Yeah, but, but the anyways. difference is, is that we don't actually have the button. Right. Oh, <laughs> man, if I had the button. Mm, Push the button. So here's, here's what I've understood. Thank you, Andrew. About Syria. Is it Syria? Is it like a syrup? So psoriasis. Syrup. Syria. Right. So after. Syria. I have a terrible case of Syria. Right. After World War One, European countries kind of went in and said, okay, you're going to go over here. You're going to live here. We're going to divide this country up like this. And you get to be the dictator. You get to be a dictator. You get a dictator. Everyone's going to be a dictator. <laughs> like under your chairs. <laughs> and um, so, so Tunisia and Egypt begin thinking, you know what? Cut out of European countries. Recently, like the last 10, 15 years, Tunisia and Egypt were like, you know what? Fuck these goddamn dictators. Tunisia? Yeah. And Egypt. And Egypt. Yeah. They they go through what are, people are calling an Arab Spring. Yeah, okay? yeah. So I Egypt remember. and Tunisia successfully protest, protest, and get their guy out of there. Yeah. And they're like, okay, that was easy. So now we got our freedom. That's cool. We'll run our own ship. Okay. Then Libya, with our friend uh, Momar Momar Gaddafi. Oh, he's a good man. Same thing happens. People peacefully protest and he's like yeah you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna fuck you up if you if you do this to me too so there was a little bit that's of, what i like about him there was he a little just bit grabs of, he just grabs life by the horns he did not take any shit not right. at all what so a there was man. a little bit of fighting there it didn't yeah. go so smoothly but they eventually got their own freedom and they raped him in the asshole until he died i'm not yep. kidding with a broomstick was it a broom? I thought I thought yeah. it was a knife no um it was he, a broom he did handle. get stabbed several times but yeah the the very heavy and forceful sodomy was done with the broken broom handle. Yeah. Ooh. Anyways. Ooh. Speaking of, I thought so this wasn't the anal beads episode. That didn't <laughs> go quite to plan, but it still kind of worked out in the people's favor. Okay. Um, yeah. And keep in mind, all these countries are a heavy majority Muslim. Yes. And one of the biggest majorities of Muslim is the Sunni Muslims. Now, I'm not going to really get into the difference between Sunni and Shia. I believe Sunni says, okay... After Muhammad died, you know, it was supposed to be a family member, but we're just going to leave it up to the community. That's kind of their whole thing. Okay. So there's all these different sects of of Islam. Yeah. there's Just this... like there's all these different sects of Christianity. Oh, don't even, you know me so, and Christianity. Let's not open right. that right now. So one of the smaller sects is, it starts with an A, I can't remember what it is, but it's about 10 to 12% of the population yeah, in yeah. Syria. Yeah. And that is what, the royal family is Assad is a part of that very small minority of Muslims. Okay, and I was trying to see where you were going with this, but now right. all the pieces so are coming together. Assad, when he takes over power after his dad, I think his dad died or something like that. It was like twelve years ago. Starts saying, "Okay, hey, let's just chill out. Everybody can have a job. The economy is going to be great. I mean, I'll let in all kinds of Christians and Jews and Muslims. Anybody that wants to live here is you know, fine. Yep. Kurds, whatever." And then, because I believe he was actually elected. Yeah. Okay. So he's like, oh, cool, 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 cool. Everybody happy? Okay, now fuck you. I'm going to take away your jobs. Only if you're within this 12% of Muslim people are you going to get a job. And the rest of you can go fuck yourselves. And so what they started to do is they saw that Egypt and Tunisia had peacefully taken over their governments. Wow. So they showed up with little, I don't know what the plant was, but little leaves and flowers in the streets. Yeah. Peacefully saying... 
this is not okay. We got to stop. Yeah. And so what does Assad do? He just starts shooting his fucking, just yeah. shooting them. Yeah. He's like, ass. no, motherfuckers. I am just, not Muammar Gaddafi. I am Assad, and you will fucking listen to me. Yeah. And it just, from there, just shambles. You've got all kinds of different rebel groups coming in. You've got Russia over here. You've got Saudi Arabia who is interested because there's reserves there. There's yeah. oil reserves. It's there's, all, at the end of the day, dude, oil, it's money. It's insane. There's so money. many different aspects of this whole thing. It's crazy. Follow the other, money. Yeah. And, and, right. You know? So the, the region has been completely destabilized. Ironically, because peaceful, because people wanted to peacefully take their countries back, but there's just too many assholes over there that are pretending to be rebels as well. Yeah, and so you got rebels fighting rebels. You got the government shooting different rebels. You got the U.S. going, yeah, but if we side with these rebels, it may lead to them be taking power, and we don't actually agree with what they're really saying. Yeah. So it, so Obama and Trump can't necessarily side with these rebels. Yeah. With the people. Because when they do take power, they're just going to be assholes too. Yeah. Right? And that's, that's some of the ongoing problems you see yeah. with a lot of this stuff over there is that the next group that's just waiting with bated breath to jump on the throne... Precisely. ...is more of the same bad shit. Right. Over and over and over again. Yeah. yeah. So how... So I'm going to pose this question... To you, Andrew, I'm gonna I'm gonna then pose the question to you, Dan. Yeah. Or if you guys agree, discuss it together. Okay. How do we fix it? Let's fix it in this basement today. Okay. Fix it. Andrew, you start. So the thing I found over the years in in discussing politics with people is that too many people it's become such a thing in, in our culture and in society today that you don't talk about politics. Don't, yeah. that's, that's one of those right. things they tell you you're not supposed to talk about. Don't I mean, if you want to live a smooth, happy life. Yeah, but the problem with that is that mm -hmm. we as people, through the information that we we get, you know, through news, internet, whatever forum we get that information from, even word of mouth. If, yeah. yeah, if if we don't discuss these things, then we're left in our own information vacuum. Right, if you will. Mm -hmm. the The only side of the story in the world that you're getting is whatever side you have decided to read into. Right. Yes. So it's within your world purview. Yeah. So you're not you're not seeing anything from outside of your little bubble. Mm -hmm. The only way for things to change and for us to grow and move past these things is to discuss them. Okay? Right. Uh, you know, Dan. Rockness. We may not have the exact same political leanings, but talking about those things fosters more knowledge. Without with leaving emotion out of it. Yeah, you have to. Ex exactly, you have to. It's hard though. It is because I'm a very emotional person. Well, and, I've and had an erection since we've been down here. I believe it, and I appreciate your enthusiasm. You're welcome. <laughs> Please continue. Um, <laughs> I thought you looked a little flush. <laughs> um, but no, you, you need to talk about these things You need to have the discussions So, yeah. you know, I may be able to bring something to you That you hadn't thought of And meanwhile, you may be able to clarify You know, your thoughts on something I disagreed with That maybe I didn't see at first yeah. that's, that's how these things, you know, build over time Right And, and we, see, we see that kind of change starting to happen 
Okay. In, 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 Not fast enough. If you look over the last 25 years, look at uh, look at how much social progress has been made. We've we've passed countless bills now um, improving uh, LGBT rights. Um, we've we've yeah. got how many? Uh, I think we're up to seven states now that have legalized marijuana. Correct. Um, mm-hmm. Should be all of them. We're we're making changes because because there's more of us in in the younger crowd now that are having these discussions and are raising our voices and saying, hey, these are concerns for us as we move forward. The problem is is that we still have uh, a very large subsection of people um, that are still locked in their own little information bubble, and they're perfectly fine with that. They don't want to hear anything else. If I may touch on that for for a moment, and I, I love where you're going with that. Um, because you, just like you said, you've got the people that are locked in that bubble, in their own safety bubble. You know, I only follow Occupy Democrats on fucking Facebook, and that's all I follow. You know, I follow Occupy Democrats, but I also follow fucking other things. And I'm also not mentally retarded. Unfortunately, Occupy Democrats... Thank you. Thank you. Um, I take that yeah, as a compliment. I would say that's very debatable. <laughs> Occupy Democrats isn't always factual. I'm calling you out. I, I don't care, and I can, because that's actually the truth. It's it's mostly opinion. There are facts that they do lace in there. It's true. That's why I get nervous about reposting them ever. ever. Mm-hmm. But I have other news sources that I also follow, and I try and balance the information out because my brain functions most of the time. You need multiple sources. I never follow Fox News. I never will because – nothing they really fair and balanced yeah fair and balanced my ass but this is the other thing this is what i was getting to not only are the people too afraid to leave their bubble the people that have grown into this apathy yeah of they're not even in a bubble they're nowhere the, you, you ask them about it. You try and talk. What's your opinion on this? You know what? It doesn't matter. Whatever happened is going to happen. The, it, 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 everything is everything's done. Well, they Who feel c- like it's too much. It's just too much to take on. But this is my point, okay? Mm-hmm. In 1930s, 40s Germany, okay? Yeah. It was that apathy. The people that didn't want to stand up, that didn't want to say stuff, that didn't want to open their mouth that allowed the atrocities to occur. I am sorry, and I know I have said this, and I have beaten it like a fucking, well, I'm beating a dead horse. That's the that's what I was trying to get to. But what scares... You, you forgot a word in there. You forgot off. Beating off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> the yeah, horse well, came. There goes PETA. <laughs> we, they were lined up to be a sponsor, and now they're gone. Really? Yeah. God damn, I was going to read from the copy in a second. They just Twittered it. (laughs) Damn it. God damn it. Um, But the rise of of power of Donald Trump and the rise of power of Adolf Hitler is just so strikingly similar to me that it keeps me up at night. But but if, if I can, here's the big difference, okay? Whereas Adolf had a very... Okay, I don't want to say very long. He had more of a buildup. There was a lot more buildup in him coming to right. power. There was a lot more time of him rallying the troops yeah. and and doing his it started incredibly with the, the end of the first speeches. world war. Yeah, yeah, but he he was a radio host. Exactly, he but, was a fucking radio host. Donald Trump, 
reality show host. Yeah. But here's here's the, the thing. similarities. Here's the thing. Okay, they were both men. See, by same thing. Don't the start time, with me. By the time Adolf came into power, he had the whole nation behind him. Mm-hmm. Everybody, the entire had, German, had bought into what he was talking about. I'll tell you one group that didn't. The Jews. <laughs> you didn't. But they were a very small minority in, in Germany at the time. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. He had all of the German people behind him. Okay. Well, Trump, they were desperate. Trump literally got just enough people to electorates. buy in. Electorates. Yeah. Yeah, not even people. Electorates. Yeah, just, just enough. Just enough to get in there. Just right. a ball hair. And then if you look at the pictures of his inauguration... It was a complete joke. Yeah. It was it was huge. It was big. The biggest, I tell you, the numbers. It was it the was, biggest ever. It was, it was gigantic. Ever. Yeah. Oh my goodness! I uh, saw so much of the sidewalk and the grass. There yeah, was think, so much grass and sidewalk. It the, was wonderful. This is what really gets me. I fine. I disagree with you on policy, sir. Yeah. Fine. I disagree with your hair, sir. You know, <laughs> very I'm much. Fine. I disagree with the fact that you allow your wife to live in Trump Tower while we pay the fucking bill, sir. But and the vacations and Mar a Lago. Man up and say you were wrong. Just say, oh, you know what? I thought we were going to have the biggest crowd. Looks like we didn't. Oh, well, moving on. And you know he how can't, much respect. You can't fucking do that. I, he would get from me. But here's. Just by admitting. Yeah. Here's the thing you have to understand with Trump, though. The guy is a complete narcissistic yes. maniac. Oh, yeah. He's a crazy person. Y- yes. He's a fucking crazy person. Yes. Yeah. Trump is a man him. that has absolutely no idea what he's doing. No clue. Not the faintest idea. Not at all. Um, he ran for the presidency thinking it would be a, a fun time. He ran because it was a resume builder. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. His brand got out there so Plain and simple. Yeah. His last and name is his brand. So, yeah. So he just ran on a platform of, I'm just going to yell whatever you want me to. Really, It's like that yeah. episode of Family Guy with Lois running for mayor or co-hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she gets up there at the, at the, at the, at the debate. And she realizes she she's losing. There, she just goes... 9-11. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everybody starts, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that yeah. now. Yeah, that's that's basically what Trump did all the way yeah. to the presidency. Yeah. And blamed Obama for everything. Literally everything. Yeah. And, he, yes. and, and people bought it, and they believed it. Okay, Obama had his flaws, but let me tell you something. I'm sorry. He was a goddamn good president. And if you, if you have an issue with that, then I think you're stupid. Yeah, but... And here's... Here's the thing, going back to the information bubble that I yep. was talking about. Mm-hmm. I I talk to a lot of people about politics. I'm not afraid to to have those conversations with the right people that right. I feel can handle that kind of conversation. Okay. Anybody that I've talked to that was a Trump supporter has had absolutely no other political knowledge outside of this election. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would safely say very, very little. 90% this, of Trump supporters. Yeah, and I'm, I'm not saying... Maybe I'm not following what you mean. Uh, what I mean is this, okay? Not that I think that Hillary would have been great. I, I don't I, think so either. I think we were pretty much left uh, with, you know, at the end of it, it was, it was either a, a douche or a turd sandwich. Right. Know? Exactly. Um, so, but what I found in talking to people leading up to the election since then is that 
the people who who followed Trump and voted for Trump yeah. are not people that are politically savvy. They're not people that are reading, uh, you know, news from various outlets to make sure that they're cross-referencing their information or anything like that. They're not listening to what anybody else is talking about. All they saw right. was this guy who stood up and started screaming the same ignorant, closed-minded stuff that they themselves maybe not consciously believe, but at least believe enough to go, yeah, this guy's got the right idea. And I'm not saying that every single Trump supporter is some racist bigot idiot. I will say, yeah. mo- I will <laughs> no, say no. most of them. No. I will say most of no, them. Because that's not, that, that, I, I found that that's actually not true. Really? I found that, a, a, by and large, the, I mean, yes, there are those people that, that were Trump supporters. But a lot a of lot secret of, racists. A lot of excited. Yeah, a, yeah. We get to do this stuff now. Oh my God, I can say the N word and I'm white <laughs> and I'm angry. Yeah. For being white, for yeah. getting all the privilege yeah. ever. No, um, what I found actually is that a lot of people that supported Trump are people who, A, don't have a whole lot of political knowledge necessarily. Mm-hmm. And B, um, in that ignorance, have sort of sunken into the "we're tired of the same old crap" kind of thing, and yeah. they've they've gotten into that mindset where everything every politician ever does is horrible. Yeah. Okay. Do politicians do horrible things? Absolutely. They're doing it right now. They are very, very corrupt people. So the people that have have rallied behind Trump were people that thought that this was going to be the political shakeup. Okay? Right. This this was a man who basically came in and was swinging his club saying, I'm different. This is going to be different. Right. You know? And and people went, yeah, I like what this guy's talking. I like what he's saying. Yeah. So they rallied behind it. And now that he's in, a lot of these same people are starting to realize... Maybe not so much. He was kind of full of shit. Well, they're, like, they're grasping at straws to prove their point. Yeah. Oh, it's so things. sad to hear well, him now. You you made a, a connection between Trump and Hitler. Yes, I, I always do. From the conservative standpoint and those that were Trump supporters, I think they'd rather draw a parallel between him and Reagan. Well, Reagan was one of the worst presidents of all time that and, created the most criminals. And this all ties back to the, the worldview that, that Andrew was just talking about, that when you live inside of a certain set of ideals, your principles then guide every decision and thought that you have. Correct. So for them, when they watched Carter, who didn't he win a Nobel Peace Prize? Uh, I think he he and he might Obama have. might be the only people that win a Nobel Peace Prize. Anyways, Carter with the Iran situation mm-hmm. was very delicately and diplomatically trying to tread lightly. The situation was very iffy over there, right? But the Iranian hostages weren't let go until Reagan took power. Soon as Reagan got to office, Iran was like, okay, here you go. What did that do for the Republican base? It made Reagan look like a rock star. Oh my God! This guy came in right away. See, fuck those Democrats. Bunch well, of pussies. Course. Reagan comes in with a fucking sword on a horse. This guy is the man, and that's what they wanted Trump to be. And they, and to some of them, he still is. It's and that's sad. why when Trump decides to just bomb the fuck out of Syria with these Tomahawk missiles, they're going, "Yeah, that's right." Well, we Trump- we had the fucking balls to do what Obama was too afraid to do. 
even though Obama did it with airstrikes. Yeah, but Trump supporters have become the abused girlfriend. No, he's going to change. He's not going to do it again. I know he's trying to take our health care away. No, that's from a curling iron. He didn't hit me. Right. I promise. Like, that's what Trump supporters are are becoming now. Like, they're grasping at straws to defend someone who doesn't listen to me. If you're listening and you support Donald Trump, he doesn't give a fuck about you. He doesn't care about you at all. And the fact that you continue to defend the man makes you pathetic. It's not about your political ideals. I, if you have your own political ideals, that's fine. You may not disagree. You may disagree with me. That's okay. I'm okay with that. That's what makes our country great. What doesn't make our country great is the fact that you're put. You're you're like a battered wife. You really are, and you keep going back to this man. And all all I'm trying to say, listen to me. Fucking listen to me for a second. I'm not telling you to go out and get a fucking Hillary should have won t-shirt because I don't even believe that. I'm not telling you to run out and register for Democrat. I am telling you, Republican Party, come up with someone to lead your fucking party. That's not a goddamn joke. Someone that that deserves to be there. Someone that deserves to be part of a debate. As far as I'm concerned, Donald Trump is a useless piece of human fecal matter. Period. And that's that's what I'm not going to change my opinion on that because I'm right. Well, let's say McCain had won. Let's say McCain ran again and he had won, right? Yeah. I think a lot of people would be far more happy with him. And I think that we would be sitting here certainly criticizing the Republican Party for this or that, but not to the extent. McCain was the last Republican that they put up that I had any respect for and was kind of like, "Mm." then he had (laughs) Palin. Then Palin was his oh, running yeah, mate, yeah, and yeah, she's Palin. she's honest. That bitch is fit for a straitjacket. Yeah. I know about I mean, foreign policy because I can see him from my backyard, my house. Oh my god! Oh my god! That woman. But what well, where where are we going with this? We were basically on the topic of world views. Okay, but, so hey. your your political doctrination is really just guided by your morals, and you're not going to stray from that. It's really difficult for people to say, you know what, I'm this, but. I'm willing to listen to the other side. But here's here's the thing. Trump Trump painted himself out to be very, very different than what we've gotten. And a lot of people bought into that. Now bought a hook, line, and sinker. Now I've at no point during the election did I think that he was going to be the next big thing for us. No. But But your brain works. Your brain actually functions. Yeah. After the initial shock of holy shit, that actually just happened yeah. when he got elected. I thought to myself, okay, let's let's hold off for a second. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Maybe this guy will come in. He's going to have a different view on stuff. He's going to have something different than the standard political view. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely going to be something rather than business as usual. And that mentality is not necessarily wrong if you surround yourself with people that can give you a better picture of things. And he did not do that. No. Unfortunately, a lot of politicians don't do that. When they get into some place of power, they surround themselves with people who agree with them. Yeah. Because it makes their job easier. Right. So Trump, yeah. Trump has done the exact same thing. He has surrounded himself. He has filled his cabinet up. Filled the sur- swamp. And surrounded himself mm-hmm. with people who are as equally unqualified for the position that they're in as he is unqualified for his position. Absolutely. And 
he he has deliberately made sure that everyone that's around him is somebody who very much falls in line with his ideals so he doesn't have to have any kind of argument with with anything if this country exactly. is being guided by a ship and trump is the captain of the ship and his cabinet are all his shipmates doing various jobs how has that ship not sunk already oh it's sinking I feel that I honestly no, I feel mean, it's sinking. I, at this point, I just but, feel like it should be in flames. Guys, we we do need to go. We do need to get to a break. Okay. Um, get to a sponsor, and and we'll come back in okay. a moment. Um, did you have a sponsor, or did you want oh, me to? Oh, I got a sponsor. All right, I'll do. Uh, I'll do my our our sponsor next break. Okay, you want me to do? I got this. I got a. This one came in. It's a real good one. I think you guys are really gonna like it. Okay. Um. Do you want to go ahead while I get this up and just kind of recite for me what you believe the Second Amendment is? What I believe the Second Amendment is? Yeah, what is? does it say? It's the right to bear arms in a well-regulated militia um, to protect, the, for the citizens to be able to protect themselves, that the essentially against their own government. The people's right shall not be, be infringed upon. No, it should not. Bear arms. Well, that's the motto of Eddie's Ammo Emporium. Now, can't at, wait to hear this. At Eddie's Ammo Emporium, you can buy, sell, and trade high-grade ammo and weapons. Ooh, yeah, not a normal sponsor for us, but yeah, no, they're sending us money. So I said, oh, I'll read this. The Second Amendment. The Trump said, administration does it all the time. Anyway, yeah. continue. The Second Amendment says we have the right to bear arms. That's why Eddie's Ammo Emporium has begun selling ground-to-air missiles, bombs, mortars, grenades, bazookas, napalm, chemical warfare kits. And anything else you'll need to protect your home from intruders or the inevitable day when the government turns on us and we have to defend our families with the fury of, with the fury of the Lord. Eddie's ammo, <laughs> Eddie's ammo Emporium. We'll provide a link online for our listeners who want this once-in-a-lifetime offer. That's two AEDs for the price of one. Wow. That is... That is a fantastic deal. Uh, Isn't that great? I, I mean, mean... I just... Look, the government shouldn't be... Involved in our in our lives and the protection of our families. Let's get bombs. Let's get missiles. You know, what I want to put. I want to zigzag mine mines in my right. front yard. Why can't yeah. I? Why can't I? Well, I, we'll give the I postman want, something to do. I want everybody that comes over to my house to have to serpentine when they leave, and I right. want them to not be entirely sure if they're going to make it back to their car. Right. I, I mean, I don't see any. I don't see any other way to live. But uh, guys, uh, we'll be right back. Thanks. And we're back. Thanks a lot for waiting. Um, just to kind of uh, draw to a close what we were discussing in terms Syria. of... Syria. 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 We cannot do a podcast I, about it if we can't pronounce the name of the country. I'm telling you. Do you know where Aleppo is? <laughs> I Shout out to Gary, Gary Johnson. Yeah, I asked Gary. He uh, still doesn't know. Um, he doesn't care either. <laughs> Just to kind of draw to a close uh, in in terms of what it was we were trying to get at was that there is there's so much hypocrisy currently in the White House with the current administration, um, and that from all sides, everyone go everything everything people thinks everything people everything people thinks everything people <laughs> think about use your every, words fruit bat 
<laughs> Slow down. <laughs> Everything people say is through a filter of whatever the bubble that they are in, whatever bubble they create for themselves uh-huh. based on their views, their morals, uh-huh. as you had said, Dan. And then those that are just apathetic. And when you're when you're apathetic, you're you're condoning and you're allowing these actions to occur. We're in the United States of America. We may not be able to change the world with this one podcast, but at least we are voicing our concerns. Yeah, opening and up, opening up hearts and minds. It, well, we're trying. I think we're the one butthole at a time. The reason, <laughs> um, Mr. Monster, the reason why you really wanted to talk about this was because you you really do think that these most recent strikes could be the first domino in a long line of really bad things to come. Yes, and I happen to agree with you. That even a while ago, I I thought to myself, you know, if World War III occurred in my lifetime, I wouldn't be shocked. I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but I really wouldn't be surprised if it did. Well, and I believe that this could be the start of it. Well, if I if we could end this conversation on this point, and I'm gonna I'm gonna give I'm gonna just kind of because I I brought up the whole Hitler thing and and Trump. Did you? Yes, I did. You you remember? You were you, you didn't. You I just got here. You, you were very, very vocal on that whole. Thing. I don't yeah. remember anything. But oh, okay. God. Well, wow. We did have a good time. Last what about night. it? Um. So uh, I I know I, I've kind of touched on this before, but you look at again the rise of power, Hitler, the rise of power, Trump. I'm going to keep this as brief as humanly possible. Um. Number one, he used Hitler used rhetoric to get people on his side for, you know, in terms of his radio show where he started to be, to get listeners, if you will. Donald Trump, reality TV star, people were loving him from that. So we've got those parallels. Now, is, I, is this is this about to turn into some kind of campaign speech for Rock Nest Monster 2024 or something? Maybe. Um, then, then you've got the, you know, now he's in power and what's the first thing he does? Discredit the media, fake news, just because he doesn't like it. It's fake news. First thing Hitler did discredit the media. Right. The next thing I, I really think, and, and I, I totally get what you're saying. I completely get the parallels there. The difference is it's a much different time now than it was then. Yes. And it it is. And. Trump can go on and on about fake news and alternative facts all he wants. But it, but the the difference is the key difference is that no matter what Trump does, he will never be able to fully control the flow of information. Yet. No, it won't happen. It's he can he can take care of all the That's true. all the main news outlets he wants. It would it would take nothing short of an act of God because of the the checks and balances of our of our. Well, remember when he system. first came in and he was like, okay, uh, Park Service Twitter, uh, we're canceling your account. Like, he canceled all these uh, Twitter accounts yeah. for these services, right? Yeah. And then what did they do? What is their response? They just... They, they all went made, rogue. Un, they all just made unofficial ones. Right, exactly. So they're like, well, fuck you, we'll do... You know yeah. what I mean? So he tries to, but Andrew's right. No matter how much he tries, you can't stop that communication, that flow, that flow. You just yes, can't. and and yes, I mean, I'm ju- I'm just drawing parallels, but there are more parallels. That's the point I'm making. So, like, the next thing he did was blame all of the country's issues on a certain type of person. 
Hitler did that with the Jews, the gypsies, the blacks, yes. um, gays, Trump, the Mexicans, and the Muslims. But again, whereas in 1940s Germany, there wasn't really anything around. Yeah, Hitler's coming out and saying, these people are the cause of all of our problems. There wasn't really anybody there to be like, um, <laughs> actually, if you look at the stats, that's right. completely false. Yes. We have that now. I, I agree. I'm just, again, I'm just drawing these parallels that, that do scare me. Are there checks and balances now t- to allow what happened in Germany not to happen? Yes. But does it still scare me in terms of his tactics? It does. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So then what does Hitler start doing? Mass deportations. Which is what Trump wanted Which is, to do. Well, it's happening. They're ICE people are fucking taking people out. And not only that, they're, as, a, as a deterrent for illegal immigrants, this is a fact, they're separating the families at the border. Yeah. They're separating the families at the border. That sounds very Hitler-ish, if you ask me. They're people. Yeah. Okay? And then the, the, the attacks. And then now we're, we're pushing forward. Well, we're not, we're not trying to invade Syria. No, not yet. I'm just saying there are just these parallels. But I let's move let's move from this. That's just my thought. That's my opinion. Whether you agree with me or not, um, I just it, that kind of shit keeps me up at night. Especially when I I have grandparents that have told me stories from camps. Um, they weren't in, they weren't Jewish. So my grandparents weren't in a fucking. Uh, they weren't in Auschwitz. Thank mm-hmm. God. Um, or whatever you pray to, um, but they, you, you pray to Auschwitz? No, God, he's, <laughs> thank God, he said, thank God. Um, but they, they have firsthand accounts of, you know, they were in refugee camps. They were boiling grass and eating it to survive. They saw what Hitler did to their country. I heard these stories and this shit freaks me out because I don't want my kid to have to grow up in a world like that. But I, I just let's let's wrap it up in terms of that. I, I went on way too long. I shouldn't have. Um, what I want to talk about moving forward is now we have fifty nine Tomahawk missiles right into Syria. Yeah. Do here at critical mass? Do we think this was effective? Yes. No. Why? Gentlemen, whoever wants to start. It was effective in the idea that it got Trump's base riled up and saying. There you go. See? He's finally come in with his sword, and he's fucking chopping it down, man. He's showing those dirty Muslims who the fuck is the boss. And we're America, we're the boss, and we're going to sling our dick around as much as we want. Okay? If you got a problem with that, there's more where it came from. That's how effective it was for him and his base. The rest of the world goes, hey, only about half of those hit their targets, and... um. I don't know what the stats are, but I assume other innocent people died. So is yeah, it I, is it fighting fire with fire at this point? Is it really any point, Andrew? Well, I think I think the big thing to take into consideration in this is that it was done with very, very little outside input. There was no sitting down discussing with Right. With As you mentioned before. At, yeah, there was no sitting down discussing right. with other parties at large. Hey, you know there was no big meeting to hey all right if we're going to do this we need to we need to consider some contingency plans mm-hmm. we need to make sure that we're prepared for whatever the fallout of this is how are we going to spin this cuz it didn't that need to happen overnight no it, it could have waited a yeah, week it could have 
It know? didn't even need to wait a week. It could have waited two or three days. Right. It, it could have waited two or three days. It didn't need to be made right there. Right. Very true. Absolutely true. Yeah. And not that I'm not that I'm not saying that what Assad did was, you know, not. Look, somebody needed to whack that dude on the nose with with a newspaper and say, yeah. no. He needed it. You know, rub Correct. His nose I mean, chemical warfare is really, really awful. Yeah, really yeah. just horrible stuff. So, um, but I don't think. I don't think it was done effectively in the sense of being prepared for a big picture. Okay. Really taking out one runway like we did. That's, that's what it was. It was whack on the nose with some newspaper. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't done with any real forethought or, or where, where do we go from here? It was just, yeah. What next? And didn't he do another chemical attack after? Wasn't there another... Has there been a second one, is what you're asking? Yeah, does anyone... Uh, I don't know that. I'm not sure. I've seen... That's the issue with all the different news outlets, is I have seen reports that Assad, in essence, laughed. And, I mean, I don't know if he really laughed. I wasn't with him. He probably did. Not this week. I'll be visiting him next week. We're we're going to be going golfing at Mar-a-Lago, myself and Assad. Um, But uh, with with the president... Um, but there were reports that he attacked again. There were reports that he didn't. There were reports that Russian ships were mobilizing towards our ships that fired the missiles. There were reports that that wasn't happening. Again, I mean, I this is me admitting I need to do more research and find out what the actual truth is because at the end of the day, I mean, you said this, this happened with very little planning, very little forethought. I feel that's very obvious. But at the yeah. same time, we weren't in the room. I'm not condoning any of this. I'm just saying, I, who the fuck knows anymore? And that almost scares me more. Exactly. You're right. That's, that's what you should be afraid of. Well, that's, that's a lack of transparency. Yeah. And that's become one of the unfortunate side effects of the information age is that there's, there's a lot of places to get stories that that are just that stories. Mm -hmm. Story time. Um, and you know, while a lot of these sites will put on there, hey, this is just for uh, for entertainment purposes. This is purely satire. Um, you know, this is jokes based on facts, kind of thing. Kind of like uh, our show. People, yeah. There was just so much information coming at us. It's tough to tell what is and what isn't true, and, yeah. and that can be scary too. But well, and you know, I when I read this stuff, I I've come to learn that. If you read something in one place, regardless of where that one place is, you can't take it as gospel. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't believe anything until I've seen it at least three or four different places. Yeah, and you shouldn't take gospel as gospel either. <laughs> yeah, uh, let's but not yeah. get into religion. Let's not but, do um, it. It's that's, tempting. That's next week. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> so now we've we've sent fifty six, fifty seven tomahawk missiles. Fifty nine. Fifty nine tomahawk missiles into Syria. And you'd think Trump and his so this know, is either sixty nine. That's either going to fall flat where it just doesn't matter, mm-hmm. and Assad will continue to do what he wants to do against his Sunni friends over there. Loves it. Um, or it will be a chain reaction, and Russia will get more involved. Saudi Arabia will get more involved. Um, all kinds of countries that that have interests will get more and more involved, and it's just going to get sick and sad and. 
I don't know. But do we want to go to war with Russia? <laughs> the thing that the thing that concerns know. me the most in all of this again is is just the lack of any kind of of long-term thought that was put into it. No matter right. what action was taken here, regardless of what action was taken, it would have incited something. Yeah. Okay. The the Syrian conflict has gotten to a point where it's become a powder keg. Oh yeah. Something no matter what happened, something was going to set it off at some point. My concern is is that now the fuse has been lit yeah. with with no no thought yeah. whatsoever put into what is going to happen when that detonates. Yeah. And that's that's terrifying. Yeah. And and what scares me more on that is current leadership. And again, this is not a this is not a a, a liberal thing. This is not a, a Republican thing. Mm-hmm. This is not nothing like that. I I could care less what side of the aisle you sit on. The problem is, is that the people that are in charge of the show right now don't care about long term planning. Correct. Yeah. They've got all the money Media in the world. Gains. Yeah, they've yeah. got all the money in the world. They could give two shits what happens to the rest of everybody. Yep, because they're they're going to be fine no matter what. Yeah, and exactly. And I actually i I saw something on the on the book of face uh-huh. that I I kind of wanted to reference along the lines of what you just said. And I'm really actually glad you said that. And I'm just this is a quick read. I'm going to go through it real quick. And I want to just let our listeners know. What I'm about to read, I'm not referencing as a fact. It is purely putting some pieces together mm-hmm. that may or or may not be real. But I will tell you this: wouldn't be fucking surprised for a second if this was the truth. Okay. And, and you'll see you'll see what I mean. So Trump attacks Syria, but doesn't really do that much damage. Oil prices soar, and Assad uses uh, targeted airstrips the next day. Putin... He still used the same yeah. airstrips. Yep. Okay. Putin sends in the Russian military. Yeah. And Rex Tillerson happens to have an upcoming meeting with Putin. Putin and Tillerson already have a multi-billion dollar oil deal in place that's on pause due to sanctions on Russia. Yeah. To... Uh, oh, I'm getting feedback from my phone here. Tillerson, Tillerson will lift... Those sanctions and their oil deal will make Putin and Tillerson and Trump extremely rich. Putin will then desert Assad because he didn't fucking need him anymore at that point. Trump gets the credit for victories over um, Syria and Russia because we'll see that as a victory. But Putin's not going to care because Putin just made a whole fucking bunch of money. Trump just made a whole bunch of fucking money. And Tillerson made a whole bunch of fucking money, and Trump looks like the hero for getting Russia and Syria to submit. Okay, so I had a hard time following that. Let me just recap for myself. Please do. Maybe some of the listeners, too. Rex Tillerson, our Secretary of State. Yes. Former CEO of ExxonMobil. That is correct. correct. Yep. Okay. Uh, Now, what that suggests is that he still has ties to ExxonMobil. Is that what you're saying? So he still runs some sort of gamut over there? Yes. Yeah. For sure? I thought he was retired. 
if unless he has stocks yeah yeah okay yeah there is some type of connection there's something financial connection he still he still has vested interests in exxon mobil okay so he and putin have these meetings and they're like hey uh siri's about to blow um this week they have a meeting right they have a meeting but there's economic sanctions on russia so they can't tap into all these oil uh rigs that they got out there in syria correct uh, because the U.S. is like, well, you've been you've been bad to people, yeah, and, and we're gonna slap you on the wrist for that, yeah. So what you're saying is that somehow the sanction will will be lifted. From- well, Rex Tillerson's Secretary of State, yeah, he goes over to Russia, meets with Putin. Strong possibility. Yeah. Again, this is all conjecture right now. Right, it's conjecture. That's I, fair. It's. I'm not saying that this is this is what's happening. Right. I'm not saying that. I'm just right. saying this is so, you know, they meet and those sanctions go away. Those sanctions go away and then Tillerson because ExxonMobil etc has a deal with with Russia and Putin because by the way their gas prices sucked. Yeah. Under Obama because their economy was tanking while yes. we were getting lower and lower gas prices. Correct. Um so yeah, this would help their economy out, would help Putin out. ExxonMobil makes a good chunk of cash and then the patsy is assad tillerson down the line makes that money too trump who has also a vested interest makes a whole bunch of money right and then assad is just the patsy that fucking putin pretty much hangs him out to fucking dry right and you know now trump looks like a hero he took care of syria and he got russia to submit but at the end of the day putin walks away with billions of dollars tillerson walks away with billions Trump walks away with billions. So again, it's our it's our government, it's our world being used as a fucking monopoly board. Yeah. Now, again, this is conjecture. This may this may not be true. The point I'm making is I would not be surprised. Oh, yeah, of course. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, some heavy stuff here today. Jeez. I know. I know. I think what we need to do is we need to take a break. Um, we need to, you know, just for our own fun, let's, let's test out some of those anal beads on each other. Ooh, okay. Ooh, well, um, this is going. and then, uh, me first, me first. <laughs> and then we'll come back okay. and, uh, we'll get to our, everyone's favorite section. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Um, but let me go ahead and, uh, read from our sponsor here. Um, uh, Rochester and all of upstate New York. I don't know what I'm talking about. All of upstate New York. All we of get, America. Well, northern America. We get a lot of snow. We get a lot of salt. We get oh, a lot sure. of damage to our concrete surfaces. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we um, do. Oh, yeah, sure. Oh, yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of damage. And there is a way to solve that. Mm-hmm. And that's using uh, a, a friend of the show. Yeah. Eagle Epoxy. What they do is they, they come in. They go ahead and resurface, mm-hmm. and they, they add a, a, an epoxy layer that will outlive me, you, and after nuclear war, probably the three cockroaches that will be left. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Now, you can reach Eagle Epoxy for a quote Okay. at www.eagleepoxy.us. Is it a free quote? I... You don't know. I think so. Okay. I don't see... I don't see... I mean... Yeah. I was just, you know. Or you can can call, you can reach them by phone. You can call them at 585-402-4971. Now, I've seen the work. It's beautiful. Yeah. I've seen the finished product. 
gorgeous. Um, and it, it, it protects your garage for the foreseeable future. And that's, I mean, I, I keep saying garage, but that's what most people. Or basement floors. Uh, uh, right? Concrete. Yeah, anything concrete. Any type of concrete. And the, and the car, if you're a car guy, if you're like a car nut and, oh, your, yeah. and your garage is like your sanctuary, a nice epoxy finish on your floor is great, easy to clean. Oh, yeah. You know, and again, I've seen the finished product and I've said this before. I'm going to say it again. I will be, I will personally be using their services. Mm-hmm. So I urge you to do the same. So I'm going to give you the contact information one more time. And that is www.eagleepoxy.us. Or you can give them a call at 585-402-4971. Thanks a lot. We'll be right back, everybody. And welcome back to Critical Mass. This is Dan. I'm here with the Rockness Monster and Yo. our guest, Andrew. Yo! Ow! Yeah. It's 7.30 a.m. and your drive today is going to be chock full of assholes. Dan, Dan, we're not live. What? How many times do I have to explain this to you? No, nobody's nobody's. But driving. the 405 is backed up. People got to know. We're. Oh, my God. I have to explain this to him again. This is a recording. Yeah, I know. They're going to listen to it later. So the 405 being backed up, it may not be backed up. I had this whole traffic thing going, though. I know. I know. It was beautiful. So here we are in the helicopter. We're looking down on it. Anyways. um, So this is the part where we do our our FUs. Say it. I don't want to. Say it now. This is the part where we do the fuck you section of our podcast. so weird about it. And uh, (laughs) we call out something, some person, uh, anything that really just sort of bothers us. And we just got to get it off our chest. Okay. I love it. Uh, I'm going to start, and I hope other people agree with me on this, but I can't watch House Hunters uh, for one specific reason. Hoity-toity bitches, and sometimes men, who... Well, men can be bitches, too. Well, I mean the female kind is, that are just... What's is, it? Is, that, is that the show where they're like, we're looking for a house, and this is our budget? Right. And then yeah. they have three options. No, you know, we been... all know they have more than three, but yeah. So, yeah. yeah. so yeah. they walk into a house, and it's it could be anywhere from a half a million dollars to like a four million dollar budget. Who knows, right? I mean, there's different shows. You know, they have House Hunters International. They have House Hunters in Your Butthole. And then you ask Hunter. them the, their job, and she's like, "I do crafts at the low." And you're like, "How right. is that yeah, your they're, fucking they're budget?" Like, they, they ask them what their occupations are, and the dude's like. Well, I spend my days smoking crack in the basement, <laughs> yeah. and my wife colors mandala wheels all day. Yeah. Um, our budget is $1.7 million. Yeah. But we're willing to compromise. Anyway, so my problem yeah. is not so what true. these people do for a living or how much money they make, but when they walk into a house that the realtor is showing them. But give you, first of all, everybody has these like demands. Oh, I want the perfect house. Well... The perfect house doesn't exist. Not a thing. Sorry. Not a thing. So you have to find a house that you think you can work with and change it into your perfect house. They walk into these houses and it's just like the most gorgeous house I've ever seen. Exactly. This is my point. And then the lady looks around and goes, these walls are the wrong shade of white. She she doesn't even do that. She goes, this is ugly. Ew. How could... No, this is gross. Look at these cabinets. No way. There's no way I could even live in a situation like this. Get him, okay. Dan. Get him. Fuck you. Get him. Do you know how many people live in fucking straw huts, you fucking cunt? 
You walk into a house and you don't like the cupboards, change them out. Paint them. You have the money. Oh, I, I want it to be turnkey. I don't want it. You're not going to do anything anyways. He will. Shut the fuck up. The contractor's the one that's going to do all the exactly. work. Oh, the, the arrogant assholes on these fucking shows that are just like, oh, this is too ugly. Oh, I can't. I don't like this style. No, no, no. You walk into that show, you walk into a house, and you look at something you don't like, and you keep it to your goddamn self. You say out loud, you know what, that doesn't quite fit my style, or, yeah, I guess maybe we could change that if we wanted to live here. You don't say, ew. People actually live there, you know? <laughs> it's not an empty house. That's their fucking couch you just made fun of. Yep. That they worked hard for. You, you know, and the, there's one house where they had a, an outside, like, pool with, like, rock structures and, like, a, like a locker room in it. It was insane with a water slide, and the woman was like, "No, I don't know about this." You have a fucking water park. You got a fucking water slide. (laughs) You have a water park in your backyard, and you're complaining. Oh my god! Like the fact that you could even afford something like that, and I'm watching you. No, no, I don't want to watch other people just throw around their money. It's fucking terrible. You know what I mean? I'm that shit. I'm with you. I'm with you, and I think it's horse shit. Ah, so fuck you, hoity-toity bitches. Boom. Andrew. Andrew, Please. Whoa. Pinch poke, yummy god. (laughs) (laughs) Ah! Um, We're being attacked in here. Mine's mine's probably a little weird. Um, That's okay. Really, I've I've had enough, and I'm I'm ready to come out and say it. Uh, I'm giving a big fuck you uh, to tomatoes. Yeah. Please. Uh, Tomatoes. Um, I I can't eat raw tomatoes um, at all. They... I have a allergy to them there's a fun fact there's an enzyme in regular tomatoes okay that only about six to eight percent of the population can their their taste buds actually pick up that enzyme oh and to the people that do it makes it very brackish um hmm. it makes you it, it immediately starts triggering your gag reflex oh wow and Jesus. It, it makes the inside of my mouth kind of swell up and get itchy um so it, it, now, if your if you, body could not be more clear, do yeah. not eat this. Yeah, <laughs> if, if, you, if you cook, if you cook the tomato, it breaks down that enzyme in it. Okay. So stuff like like spaghetti sauce, I'm fine with. Sure, sure. But it's got to be cooked. Right. Okay. Yeah. I am getting so sick of every time I go to eat something anywhere. Everybody's like, "Oh, we will fucking put tomatoes on everything. We will fucking love tomatoes." Yeah. I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Could you please not put tomatoes on mine? Yeah, sure. No tomatoes. And it shows up. To- fucking every time. It's just a tomato just with something else tomatoes. on it. <laughs> it's fucking tomatoes every time. Yeah. Like, it, good. If you like tomatoes, that's great. Good on you. That shit needs to be an a la carte thing. Yeah. No, I agree. Because I'm getting real sick of having to yeah. wait for these people to do my order two or three times. To make sure they don't put a tomato on there. And it's like, it's not like you're asking that, like, you know how sometimes, like, uh, for instance, you order like a street meat sausage. Yeah. And there's like the, the peppers and the onions mixed. Yeah. And you maybe, for me, I just like the onions. I don't want the peppers. They're, it's a texture thing. It's not mm-hmm. a taste thing. It's a texture thing. But it, it's mixed in. So I don't even, I just say no peppers and onions because I, I don't, they're not going to pick them out. These are raw fucking tomatoes that they're adding. It's not like they're fucking like. You know, mixed yeah. in, and you're being a prick and saying, "Well, can you go in and pick out each individual fucking tomato? Just don't put any goddamn tomatoes on it." Yeah, there's a there's a fucking you have a dish of the thing, 
<laughs> back there on the line. Yeah. You're taking a spoonful and putting it in there. Don't. No, leave that spoon alone. So you're, you're making the job easier. Yeah, I am making I am making you do less work. So it's kind of like it's kind of like having a peanut. Food. It's kind of like having a peanut allergy that no one takes seriously. Exactly. Yeah. Right? No, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's terrible. That's discrimination. It is. I'm gonna I'm gonna start getting real rowdy with Taco Bell if they keep keep this shit up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they can't ever get an order right uh, anyway. Dude, they take forever. But too. the food. I once had to wait so three whole food. minutes. Um, Rockness. Yes. My fuck you. Yeah. My my fuck you uh, goes out to a certain group of people, and this group of people can be men, can be women. You are vile, and I hate you. And I need you to to find another place to congregate and go. And I'll tell you who this person is. This is the person in the front of the line mm-hmm. at any place where you're ordering something. Be it food or anything else. Yeah. And the one thing, the the place I hate the most is when this is like a coffee shop. Okay. And this is what they do. A mocha latte. What's in that? Yeah. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. A a, a triple double cappuccino butthole. What what comes with that? They don't know what they want. You know, what's the, what's the, and you're you're sitting there and you're like, okay, if you're confused, step out of the fucking line, read the goddamn menu, step out of the fucking line. You don't need to be in the, if you don't know what you want, get out of the line. Get the fuck out of the line. Those people that have waited until literally the moment that they say, can I take your order to even look at the menu? Oh my God. I want to, I literally, this is why I believe in gun control because if I had a gun, I would, it would be, it would be over. I, I don't, I don't, I don't own any guns. I don't want any guns. But what I'm saying is, is thank goodness for gun control in this instance because it infuriates me. Let me tell you something. When you're, I go to, you're Will Ferrell in Kicking and Screaming. Um, yeah, that's when ex- he has the club card. He's like, "I have a card," and they're like, "Sir, we don't have cards here." And and that's me in the back. I but I don't I don't immediately start with the with the come on. I do the you know the size and the. Yeah. Uh, of course you do. Of course you do. I can see it right now. Well, uh, she's gonna ask another question again, or he's gonna ask another question. And God damn it! Listen to me. Listen to me. If you go to a restaurant. If you go to a place where you're going to order food and there is other people, okay, step out of the line, look at the menu, make your decision, get into the line. If it's a long line, you got plenty of time to make your fucking decision. I am so sick and tired of these goddamn people. You make me sick. You make me sick. Let's say there's like five or six people in line. They were at the end and they finally got up to the front and they still hadn't figured out what they wanted. And now there's people behind them, too. I would just say, let the person right behind you skip ahead. You yeah. Don't, you don't have to go to the back of the line. Yep. Just to buy yourself a few more minutes and allow the line to keep moving, just let one person go ahead of you. That's And that you know what? There's been a couple of instances where people have got very few. It's courtesy. Where people have gotten up there and they literally go, yeah, God damn it. I thought I knew what I wanted. I don't know what I want. They turn and look. And I'm standing there, and they go, you know what? Can you want to hop in front of me real quick? Do you know what you want? And I'm always like, yes, because I'm neurotic. Yeah. I know what I want on the car ride to wherever we're going. I, I have every place. I have a planned menu already of what I'm going to get. Sure. And that's so I don't inconvenience anyone else. 
because I don't want anyone to inconvenience me. See, it's a very selfish need of mine. It, it's not really to help anyone else. Yeah. It's just in hopes that people are thinking like me. You know, you're yelling a lot, and it hurts. Well, you know, I don't, I don't know what the fuck <laughs> you want from me. He's so very impassioned about. Oh, that. I'm, oh, I'm very, very, yeah. and I, I hate it. I hate it with the questions. Stop with the questions, please. Just fucking. So fuck you to people that hold up the line because you're too stupid to know what's on the menu. Too stupid to already pick out what you want before you get in the fucking line. You know what this thing they have? It's called a smartphone. It's got fucking Google on it. You want to know what a Coco Moco latte is? Google it and get in line. So fuck you. I'm done. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I I thought we could keep things light today, but we got pretty serious. Yeah. Well, let's uh, to keep it to continue on the lightness. Yeah. Let's let's bring some levity. Okay. We're going to move off the fuck you because we're we're about to end the show. Yeah. But um, if you're if you're following our page on on facebook um that's uh facebook.com slash critical mass podcast 69 because <laughs> of course because you're a child shut up um you will see i posted a link as to how you can get involved with uh, planned parenthood um our last episode which was entitled uh planned pencehood yeah was all about um mike pence hating women yeah. Um, being afraid of women and just doing the only thing he knows logically to do, which is to take all their rights away, right? especially to their own bodies. He can't even be in the same room with one. God. No, he's so weird. But anyway, um, so I know other places have already been doing this. I'm kind of just piggybacking off of it. I don't want to say critical mass came up with this idea because we didn't. I'm the first one to admit that this was already done. But if you do make a donation to Planned Parenthood, um, feel free to go ahead and put that in VP Mike Pence's name can do that there's no problem he'll get a nice right. letter yeah in the mail that will thank him for his donation yeah. and if we can keep doing that maybe we can show him that he's a fucking piece of garbage and that's really my goal is to is to knock him down a couple of fucking pegs yeah without using violence without using violence i don't know if that's really the the right way to do it but i think it's still funny regardless if oh yeah get, it's hilarious if you're gonna donate just put it in mike pence's name it's exactly so funny or if you're gonna donate just donate it's a yeah. good cause um yeah. it's stop thinking that planned parenthood is just abortion because it's not i i th- personally think everybody should find some kind of charitable organization to absolutely to regard, yeah. not not even just planned parenthood anything there's and, a lot of good causes out there that that could use support you know? a lot of Agreed. need and, a lot of need yeah and it's you know it's one of those things a lot of people hear about donating to a cause or something like that I'm like oh i don't have the money for that well it doesn't have to be much yeah five bucks a month exactly you know? yeah kick, kick somebody a 10 spot once in a while you know it's no big deal exactly and and, and a lot of these these organizations that that you know get donations and stuff like that they rely on this stuff absolutely so, i mean even you know Everybody throws in five bucks. That's that's a good bit of money for an organization, you know. Absolutely. Exactly. But do your research. Any place you're going to donate yes. to, please do your research. Yeah. Some places are shysty, and some places are there for a good cause. Understand, any place is going to need to pay their staff. So a portion of your donation is going to have to go to pay for them. The question is overhead. how how much. Yeah. There's overhead. There's operational costs. Of course. Keep the light on, etc. Of yeah. course. But look, do your research as to what percentage of your donation is going right. to what. And that information is out there. It's on the internet. You can find it. Um, but I just want to say, uh, gentlemen, great show today. Good stuff. I mean, fantastic. Yeah, it was good. 
I feel, Dan, how do you Except feel? for the last hour. I thought it was really poor. But the we started last off hour? well. We started off well. <laughs> so basically the whole show. 16 minutes. 17 right. minutes. The, the opening was really yeah, was really well. I'm just trying to find the silver lining here. You sandwich it was a good start, shitty middle and ending, but the fact that I get to go home now, it's just great. Oh, okay. Yeah. You fucking dick. Cool. Um, next week on the show, uh, we're going to have, I, I thought we were going to have Trump in here. Yeah, we've been, I mean, I've been calling his office, Donald, uh, Donald, if you're listening, we want you on the show. Yeah, we want to talk to you. We're working on we're it. We're big fans. It's Just gonna stay be, tuned. It's going to be huge. Yeah. Huge. It's going to be huge. Huge. Um, but I want to, Andrew, thank you for, yes, for being no, here. No problem. Thank was, you, Andrew. Great. You're welcome back anytime. You anytime. You want to yell at us or anything else. It's just great. <laughs> There's something, um, you want to talk about that you feel our listeners may give a shit about let us know you just let us know absolutely um but thanks a lot thank you again um dan final thoughts uh three fingers you're you're holding up three fingers yeah what does that mean we have three now two minutes left oh my god um last two minutes okay let's let's do a holding our breath contest ready you're an idiot you know what? You just hold your breath, and we're just going to watch you. You fuck. Oh, my God. Dan's on the ground. Dan's on the ground. All right. Yeah. Uh, so see you next time. Yeah. Thanks a lot, everybody. And uh, like always, please don't kill each other. Yeah.